0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.
2: See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope.
3: If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love season nine.
1: Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio
0: as part of the Michael Cultura podcast network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast.
1: He's Rich Orenberger. I'm Dan Beyer in for Doug Gottlieb today on this Thursday. Welcome in, and Rich, the lamest offseason holdout and drama that we have seen is finally over as Kyler Murray gets paid as a member of the Arizona Cardinals.
2: Yes, yes. The long wait is over. King Kyler can finally sit upon his throne, albeit a throne closer to the floor than most because we don't want his feet to dangle.
1: The long wait is over. Was so, that a short joke? Was that a short joke, Rich Ornberger?
2: I, I, listen, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, he is vertically challenged. I'm not trying to take pot shots here. <laughs> I think this is actually a good thing for young athletes because I remember when I was a kid, because I was so tall and so big, it was like, you're an offensive lineman. You're just shoehorned right in there. It's just like, <laughs> next, they stamp you like you're a piece of meat. Are you choice or prime, slap you on the butt, hand you a strap and move you down the line. You know, the, the tall, skinny, lanky guy who pitches for the baseball team, he's getting the quarterback gig. You know, it, it, it's just, it's, it's been it was very rote for a very long time and finally we're seeing a world where you could be five foot seven and you can earn 200 plus million dollars playing quarterback in the nfl legitimately six years ago seven years ago you couldn't do it you just couldn't do it nobody would do it and now they do it
1: the whole situation to me has been Crazy, because if you remember, Rich, it was Super Bowl week that the topic of Kyler Murray scrubbing the Cardinals from his instagram page that that was a topic that week. like what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And we were really. Two weeks removed, three weeks removed, four weeks removed, maybe not even a real week removed from Kyler Murray actually able to get an extension for the Arizona Cardinals. So that was like the part to me like there was there was never any time for animosity to even build between the two sides for Kyler Murray to say that he wanted a contract. And I always felt that he wanted a contract and was going to get that contract because he is Kyler Murray. Because for as many ups and downs as the Cardinals have had over the last two seasons, he's been the guy that has provided the ups. And and about a month ago, when Kyler Murray showed up to off-season workouts that weren't mandatory – I felt I called it the worst holdout in the uh, in NFL history because Kyler Murray, not only did he end up showing up to the workouts that were voluntary, wasn't even that he got to miss those and played hardball he even showed up to the second week of workouts. There was just more added pressure now to Kyler Murray when there never had to be. He was never never in jeopardy of leaving the Arizona Cardinals. There was never a time where we wondered, geez, could this be the end? Now, maybe a team wanted to throw a bunch of draft picks at Arizona, but Arizona would have been kind of crazy to listen to it, considering, again, this was the first time that they could actually offer him a contract extension. So that the whole point of this offseason, I think we got here no matter what, Rich. I think that, there, that we were going to get to this point where Kyler Murray was going to get paid and going to get paid a lot of money, whether he scrubbed his Instagram and whether he held out or not. So I looked at the whole offseason as kind of for naught. And now that these numbers are in, I feel just the same. I don't think what happened over these last five months really mattered in the end when it came down to Kyler Murray's contract.
2: I don't completely disagree with you. I mean, maybe the deal happened a year earlier than it would have. Um, And maybe he gets hurt if he plays the 2022 season and he goes into his fourth year without a contract extension. And who knows, maybe he could even improve depending on how he played through the beginning half of the 2022 season, how large of an extension he signed, especially since Lamar Jackson's contract waits in the wings. Now, I mean, what if Lamar and the Ravens got a deal done? It looks similar to this deal. Could Kyler have played half a season of good football and put the Arizona? Cardinals in good shape for a playoff run and then all of a sudden get broken off midseason. That stuff happens too. So maybe it just expedited the time frame, but I agree with you. I think that I think that the game has changed in a lot of ways recently. It has become far more quarterback dependent than it's ever been. And that that really has taken place over the last 10 to 15 years in earnest. The other thing is, if you do now have a top 15 quarterback, if you have a top half quarterback who is considered on a year-to-year basis one of the best uh, 16 guys playing the position in the NFL, uh, you got to pay him. You just have to pay him because what other choice you have? There are 14 playoff spots now. And if you look back on the the past two postseasons, the majority of those spots are taken up by teams who have a real quarterback. And Kyler Murray is a real quarterback. And he really gives you a chance to make it to the playoffs consistently right now. If you tell me that three out of the five years of this five-year deal, they make it to the postseason and he has a lot to do with it, I'm not making any arguments. I think that sounds accurate, if not a little low. I mean, could I see them going four times, maybe winning the division once in there? Yeah, I could see that. Kyler is a very talented quarterback, and he uh, he has led this team out of the basement of the division he plays in to whatever success that they've been able to presume lately. So, yeah, this all makes sense. I, I think the – I guess in the end – the ends do justify the means, but I think they could have done a lot of this privately. His agent and Kyler himself, they could have gone to the front office and explained like, look, you're going to see some real feet stomping if we don't get a deal done. Sure. We're going to apply that pu- public pressure if we don't get a deal done. So let's make sure we do that before you know, training camp opens. And I'm sure the same uh, outcome would have occurred.
1: Yeah, and and, and I would would even argue, even though we're on the same page of this, is even if he got hurt, like Dak got hurt. Mm. Dak's, you know, turned his leg, you know, 45 degrees. We all saw it on national television, and the Cowboys are still will pay him. And and, and Mitchell Trubisky got a job with the Pittsburgh Steelers without even taking a real meaningful snap last year. So you want to talk about the value of quarterbacks like Kyler Murray was always going to get his money. And this is how much he's getting. Uh, Adam Schefter saying the deal's worth two hundred and thirty and a half million dollars, one hundred and sixty million dollars guaranteed. Under contract now through 2028, a five-year, $230.5 million contract. The numbers, it breaks down to an average annual salary of $46.1 million. That puts him second in the NFL behind only Aaron Rodgers and ahead of Deshaun Watson by, um, yeah, just slightly, Deshaun Watson at $46 million, Kyler Murray at $46.1 million. I, there's going to be a lot of poking holes in this, Rich. Yeah, of of in looking at a stretch that Kyler played uh, in in December, where maybe he wasn't on his game as much. There's going to be the point. A point that I think a lot of us brought up when talking about the Cardinals, trying to figure out if they were real from, from the year prior when they got off to a, a decent start and then faltered, kind of like they did last year. But I would just point to this, and while I was critical of Kyler Murray and how this holdout or this standoff, however you want to put it, transpired, I do think that he is worth every penny. I mean, he's ahead of Deshaun Watson, who we don't know if he's going to play uh, how many games this season, and a reputation that is absolutely tarnished. Aaron Rodgers is just a different cat because Green Bay's window is right now, and you don't know how long, and and there may even be some pay in there, Rich, for thanks for everything that you've done for us previously. I know you're unhappy. Hopefully, this can make you a little bit happier. But what I like about this the most is for as much crap as Kyler Murray got from Arizona and maybe fans around the NFL – for how things transpired in the second halves of season the seasons and we had heard that Kyler was maybe frustrated with how things played out. When you look at what Arizona has had, no offense to JJ Watt, he was their big free agent pickup, was hurt half of the season. For as great as people want to make DeAndre Hopkins He's been unavailable, whether it be injured in the second half of the year or missing the first six games of this season uh, because of uh, because of his suspension. Kyler Murray at least has been there, and he has been the focal point. And yeah, there are ups and downs, but if you take him out of the equation, they don't have anything. Oh yeah, and they, it's, he's the only guy that they truly count on. So when it, when it comes to the to the end of this. I like the move, and when you put it in on who is getting paid, is he better than Patrick Mahomes? I would say no. He's only making a million dollars more a year anyway than Patrick Mahomes is, so it's it's nothing to be outraged about. Like, can you believe Kyler Murray is – I like the deal for Arizona because in the end, he's really the only thing that they have to count on right now.
2: The house can't stand without him. It's like, you know, look, I I understand – you know, if you're, if you're building a house from the ground up, you're going to want to skimp in some places. Maybe you don't get the best drywall guy, right? You know, maybe you take a bargain on your gutter man. Um, but like, <laughs> you mean the
1: gutter g- man that knocked off my direct TV didn't tell me? I had no idea that uh, I didn't know why I was getting a single. And I had a, a, <laughs> signal, a signal and I called him up and I'm like, did you hit our T V antenna? Uh, like, yeah, I might, I might have. Well, you would have known that. I'm sorry, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but that's, you know, and I could see that, right?
2: That's where you may take your discount. Because, yeah, you know, for every DirecTV uh, uh, satellite dish gets knocked off a roof, for the most part, you know, you're, you're getting gutters that are diverting the rain. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> the idea is when you're framing the house, when you're putting down the foundation of the house, when you're plumbing the house, when you're doing the electricity, like things that can can truly affect the structural integrity of the house or potentially cause a disaster that ruins it altogether. That's where you sink your real dollar bills into that's Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is the bones of this team. If you don't have a starting quarterback worth his salt in the NFL, you don't have anything anymore you got to have that guy. Kyler Murray is that guy. And yeah, there are going to be people saying he's overpaid and look at him against the Rams. And Oh my God, did you see what happened to the, yeah, I know I get, yes, yes, you're right. All those things are true, but they, they're not mutually exclusive. You still need them. You still need them. So look, I, I get it. People look at uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, and they say, hey, you know, there's a guy who's, who's you know, overpaid for what he's worth. It's like, well, okay, wait, wait. is he? Is he? I mean, he got you to a Super Bowl. He got you to an NFC championship. I know it's not all Jimmy G, but could you have done it with Davis Mills? Could you do it with Nick mm-hmm. Mullins, with CJ Bethard, with Brian Hoyer, you know, the past quarterbacks that have been there and gotten some playing time recently? The answer is no, you couldn't. Jimmy Garoppolo's a winner. He's a nice quarterback. He's not Kyler Murray. He's that next tier. You know, he's he's a nice quarterback. He's a Kirk Cousins guy. You know, I mean, that's that's the world that he lives in. So somebody is gonna pick up a Jimmy Garoppolo at some point this offseason, too. But the Cardinals. They were faced with a situation where they had the guy, they had the only guy, and they needed to get this done because when you, when you get this done, even if you say, yeah, geez, we, we really overpaid our architect, or my gosh, it, it cost us $10,000 more to pour the foundation than the original quote because they had to dig up a tree root. Yeah, d- but do it. Sink that money so you have a strong foundation for your future. Be sure to catch live editions of the
5: Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio
1: and the iHeartRadio app. It sure is the Doug Gottlieb show, but there's no Doug Gottlieb right now. You've got me, Dan Byer, and you've got the NFL vet, Rich Orenberger, sitting in for Doug today. Glad to have you with us. Adam Kaplan's going to join us momentarily to talk about the big news of the day, and that's Kyler Murray's contract with the Cardinals. Did you make a Kyler Murray chair uh, joke earlier of his feet not hitting the floor? Yeah. Was, that, was that the joke, Rich Ornberger?
2: I, I think I referred to him as King Kyler, and I just said you had to make sure that the seat of the throne was close enough to the floor that, you know, he wasn't dangling his feet, you know, wearing his size six cleats. I'm just saying, I, you know, I, I, I'm not pointing out anything that nobody uh, already doesn't know. Look, no. Look, here's the deal. I, and I mentioned this at the top of the show. I'll mention it again. I think it's great that we have, you know, six foot four shortstops and we have five foot seven quarterbacks. Like, I just sort of feel like we've gotten away from this idea that one body type fits a position. I think it's kind of silly. Otherwise, you know, you, you go this direction for too long, you miss out on a Kyler Murray. You miss out on, I mean, if you want to pull a name from, you know, from long ago, a Zach Thomas or a James Harrison, you know, I mean, these are guys who didn't have the height, quote yeah. unquote, to play the their position and have long and great careers. Sam
1: Mills, the late Sam Mills. Sam yeah. Mills, man. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's just it, 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 sometimes greatness can come in um, you know smaller packages. Is all that's it.
1: That's Adam Cap, Ka- Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, Inside the Birds Podcast, Sirius XM NFL uh, Radio, as well, uh, joins us now. Uh, Kyler Murray, great quarterback, good quarterback, amazing quarterback. Uh, we know he's a rich quarterback. Adam, <laughs> how would you characterize Kyler Murray?
4: Yeah, look, he. he uh you got to understand a couple things here. When you you know people are like, why are they doing this now? You know the agent, Eric Burkhardt, who I've known for many years, and uh, he was pretty out in front. He he's not afraid to go after a team, though he represents the head coach, which is really fascinating. We'll get into that in a second. But you know, they put this statement out in March. Rich knows this. Uh, you know being a former NFL player and having representation. If you're if you're if you're Representation says, "Hey, we want a new deal." Sometimes it doesn't always work, but because this is their handpicked successor to Josh to Josh Rosen, this is the guy that the head coach wanted. Cliff Kingsbury could not run a system without this player. He's running the same system uh, that he that he ran at Texas Tech, and this is why they this is why they did it. They want to show him this is our guy. But I know some people said today uh, you know, on social media, "Hey." Is it really necessary? They could have waited. Yeah, they could have. They could have made him wait. They actually had him. They really had him under the control for four more seasons. This one, fifth year option, and two franchise tags. If they wanted to, this is the one position though you want to you want to you want to back. You, you don't want to. You don't love the player, and you, you don't you don't want any issues. And although they were taking aback back when when uh, when. They put the statement out. They understood that doing this now will will leave a lot of problems, and they now know who their quarterback is going to be for the future.
2: Adam, I just find the whole dance kind of bizarre, to be honest with you. Like this process of scrubbing your Instagram channels, of all the team logos, unfollowing your team, and then having your agent release a statement on social media. It's like... You know, I, it, why do we have to go break up the makeup? Like, why does it always have to be this this soap opera-esque drama that unfolds? Why can't Kyler Murray, you know, at the conclusion of the season at a press conference, say to the general public or to the the waiting media that's asking these questions, yeah, look, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping to get a better deal. And then quietly, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler's side hash it out and get it figured out. Why Does it need to be public? Does there need to be public public? pressure? I mean, do I have this completely wrong, or could you hold the team to the screws and get what you want behind the scenes?
4: Well, here's the thing. Yes, Rich. Theoretically, most agents, even though it's a quarterback, will... Keep it quiet, and they won't leak anything out. But in this case, Eric Burkhardt, I've known Eric for many years. He's a pretty emotional guy, and he, he likes fighting for his players. He wanted them to know that they expect to get a deal done. Now, the Cardinals did not have to, as I just outlined, they didn't have to do this deal which for, for $46.1 million per season average. They didn't need to do this, but they wanted to do right by the player. Now, I could tell you, to start the new league year, this is not what they really wanted to do. This was not their focus. But once the quarterback and the agent put it out there, and it is their quarterback, by the way, they felt if they didn't do it, they're not showing the kid respect. And the other problem here, and this is, this is part of it, Burkhardt also did the head coach's contract, Cliff Kingsbury. It's kind of a weird deal. But they got that done, and the quarterback, by the way, signed for one more season than the head coach is.
1: Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Dan Bayer sitting in for Doug. So about five minutes after Kyler's deal uh, was reported, we then move on to Lamar Jackson. Yep. Uh, how does this affect the Ravens quarterback?
4: Oh, it does because, Dan, now – and I know he doesn't have an agent, which is also bizarre. He now has these numbers. He knows what he needs to beat. No one's getting Deshaun Watson's deal. They're not getting five as your fully guaranteed money. That's not going to happen. But now that Lamar has this, and you know Lamar obviously has been stellar off the field, no issues. He's got an attorney helping him, and he's got his mom helping him. But that, this is complicated. The deal. The deal would have been done last year if he would have had an agent. I could just tell you that, checking into it. But he he's looking for a certain amount of money. This this will help it. There's no doubt, because now you have a bridge deal. The the the, the Murray deal is one where you go, okay, number two highest on a per year average. Uh, right now in the the league. Yes, the guarantees aren't close to Watson's, but no one else's are. And now you use that deal. That's the deal that you're going to use to try to beat. So this should help. Does it guarantee it? No. But the difference between the Ravens and the, the Cardinals is, The Cardinals have been negotiating this deal for months, on and off. You know, you don't talk every day, you don't talk every week, but you've had dialogue. And, you know, the Cardinals were pretty happy because it didn't even come down to the eve of training camp. They got this done the week before, which is, it's not unheard of, but it's good to see that getting done this early because you didn't want this lingering during training camp or having any issues where the player wanted to have what we call hold in, not the hold out, but actually come in with a fake injury or something like that.
2: Adam, I was tweeting about this earlier today after the Kyler Murray Monster extension was signed, and it really comes down to this. If you have a top 16 quarterback... You you need to pay them, and and right now the neighborhood the rate is forty million dollars plus. It's soon going to be forty five consistently plus. It's going to be fifty soon. You know, it's just yeah. soon and when and how much. It, it, it's just because you're shopping in that real estate. Like that's what you pay to get in that neighborhood. And with fourteen playoff spots, I, I can't argue with that. Arizona Cardinals did. not In fact. I encourage any team who has a top half quarterback at this point with 14 playoff spots. If you want to have a chance at making a run or winning a Super Bowl, you got to pay them because these deals typically mature well. They hurt you on the front end, like they always will. Um, but even there's chances that you can get creative on, you know, the back end of these contracts sometimes by by renegotiating after three years if you sign a five year or whatever it might be, like the Green Bay Packers have been doing with Aaron Rodgers on shorter term. Deals, like the Patriots always did with Tom Brady or what have you, but it makes sense, right? You got to pay these guys.
4: Well, think about it this way, Rich. Let's just say, for argument's sake, that the Cardinals and uh, the agent could not get this deal done, right? And let's say they wait a year. Now, let's not forget. Yes, the Cardinal season collapsed. Well, it collapsed largely because DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. He mm-hmm. meant he got. Hit. He wound up having knee surgery, and before that. He had recurring hamstring problems, so he missed a chunk of the season. Look at, uh, look at Kyler Murray's numbers with Hopkins and without them. Dropped significantly. And now, by the way, he's going to miss the first six games. The fact of the matter is, well, let's, let's say for argument's sake that Murray, despite all this, tears it up. He has a great season. Well, they're, they're going to ruin it or well, they didn't do this deal, because the deals next year are going to be $50 million Rich, Richard. They're not going to be 45000000 million. They're going to be $50 million. The, the Justin Herbert deal, if it gets done, if he has another good year, that could be fifty two to 55 million. Remember the cap is going way up uh, next year. This is the TV money really hits next year. Agents know all this, and when you have a quarter, when you have one of the top five to seven quarterbacks in the league. You're going to want to be paid like one. And the numbers are going to look. The, the receiver, look at Tyree Kill, still $30 million a year for a receiver. Are you serious? And teams are hating that deal that have receivers who want to get a new deal. But this is where the numbers are going to go.
1: Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. What is, or maybe the question, better question is, where is the market for Jimmy Garoppolo?
4: Nowhere right now they mm. they felt the Niners should start for agency down that they thought they were going to have a deal well before now, in fact they thought they 'd have one by the draft. talking to the panthers they they looked into it, they could not make the money work at twenty four point two million because they are already paying they got Darnold for just under nineteen million and you know i 'm sure you, you know what 's going on with Mayfield his contract they got him for under five million, so yeah. plus some incentives, but they they could not make that work and right now. The, the Niners want him, they want him off the team. They want trade Lance to be the starter. If they have to take it, guys, through the end of training camp and the preseason they will do that. Because what, what the Browns, I talked about Browns guy, he said, look, if we couldn't trade Baker to Carolina, we would have taken this as far. We just would have not had him in training camp. They just would have waited till they found a team that would have lost a quarterback to injury for a while and, and moved him. And that, to me, is kind of what we're headed here unless – Houston has not been on him. I know that uh, their GM Nick Castraro was, was with the Patriots when he was drafted, but they want Davis Mills to be the guy. And it's hard. It's right now. It's hard to find a scenario and make the money work where Garoppolo could not could go in as a backup because you can't pay a guy. You can't pay the guy twenty four point two million to be a backup. You could you could severely cut his pay to maybe between seven ten million, make the rest of upside if he plays. But that's the problem. You don't it. it it's a little bit harder uh, than the Mayfield situation, to be honest with you.
2: It's a ready-or-not proposition in San Francisco right now, but is Trey Lance ready?
4: No, not really. He's a great kid. He came from a really good system, Rich, in North Dakota State. But he was the farthest away heading into last year's draft from being ready. He's very raw. He's a, he's one of these kids intellectually, he's very smart, but doesn't process as well, I would say, as maybe some other kids. He's got an unbelievable amount of talent. The reason why the Niners want to play him is the big reasons is obviously they traded way up to get him. You don't. It's one thing if you did what the, the Packers did. They didn't, it's not like they gave up a lot up to get Jordan Love, and we know that he's not going to play anymore because of Rogers coming back. But it's it's another to give up so much to go get a quarterback, to go from way back where they were to move so far up. He has to play this season. I know not everyone agrees with that. Some teams, some people in the league say, "Hey, wait a minute. Throughout the last four years, they got to the championship game. Also got to the Super Bowl in one of them. Why not just go with Garoppolo and sit and let the kids sit?" Everyone's going to have their opinion on it. I'm I'll, I'll the one the kids got to play, but again, not everyone agrees with it.
1: Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider. And before we let you go, Adam, did you enjoy the Major League Baseball All-Star Game on Tuesday night?
4: Well, I did. I liked. I watched the introductions, and I watched the first inning, and then I had to do some other stuff.
1: Oh, you Ornbergered the game is what oh, you yeah. did. Yes, that's <laughs> what you did. Rich is against the Midsummer Classic.
4: I, yes. I'm not big on I'll tell you what, though. I was as a kid growing up. I loved it. It was my favorite of all the All-Star Games. But uh, the NBA is a joke because there's no defense. But the, the, I've been to the Pro Bowl a couple times. Uh, one time in Hawaii, it's what to me, guys, it, it's like the Super Bowl. It's really the event than the game. Usually, sure. I like the week leading up.
2: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, being there as opposed to seeing what goes on there is probably the right the right move. Adam, we appreciate it, brother. All right, guys, thank you.
4: This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's Rich Orenberger, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Byer. here, Rich every Sunday on Fox Sports Radio at 1 o'clock Eastern Time, 10 Pacific, with Steve Hartman. And if you're in the San Diego area or even online, you can listen to him weekday mornings with uh, Hartman in San Diego on Extra Sports 1360. Glad to have you with us. Get Rich on Twitter at Orenberger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. A couple of things, Rich, i got to get in order quick. First of all, if you're listening and you always had a question about the NFL or something about about being an NFL player, now is the time to tweet us because in 10 minutes we will be doing Confessions of an NFL Player featuring Rich Ornberger. Rich, you will be able to answer the questions that not only I have, but John Ramos, Jason Stewart, Isaac Lohenkron, a listener may have about what life is like as an NFL player. Good deal. That's in like 10 minutes or so. Also, Happy birthday, Jonah Ramos! Three years old today. John's youngest wow. son, a big three. John and uh, how yes, did I, you us celebrate with Jonah this morning? Well, I told Suzanne I got to go to work, and that's uh, yeah, the only yeah. way to celebrate. Yes, and, yeah. and,
3: and Jonah said bye, Dad, and uh, that's. Um, I walked out the door. That's how you should celebrate all three-year-olds' birthdays: it, is by leaving them at home.
1: 8:15. My estimation, 8:15 tonight. Who the hell do you think paid for this cake? Ah. That is what's going to happen ah. tonight at the uh, John Ramos show. Um, Chad Renfro tweets in: The SBs did suck. Way overproduced. Yeah. I agree, Chad. Uh, and uh, and Justin uh, said, don't forget uh, Michael Jordan beat Monica Sellis for comeback player after the year after Sellis got stabbed. So yeah. that's all you need to know about the ESPYS.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a swing and a miss. There. Speaking of which, he won comeback player because he went to the minor league baseball and then came back. It's just, it's not. It's not great. It's not even good. It's bad, is what
1: it is. It, it is. It is absolutely <laughs> awful. It is atrocious. And if you want to see a Cub face against uh, a Chicago Cub player face off against the Tiger player. Go buy a ticket to the Tigers and Cubs. Don't do it at the All-Star Game is Rich Ornberger's uh, motto. Why do you think yesterday the San Francisco 49ers let it leak out that they have given Jimmy Garoppolo and his agent permission to seek a trade?
2: I think it's because they wanted to refresh the news feed, man. I think that, look, I mean, it's no secret the 49ers want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. If you if you type in Jimmy Garoppolo's name, even if you start typing the word Jimmy, your Google search engine finishes it with Garoppolo trade. Like, it's it's been that way since the end of last regular season. So we all knew that they wanted to. We all know that there's been efforts and attempts to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just never been... Um, you know, shared publicly or leaked from the 49ers side as far as we know it's just it's just so ridiculous to imagine that like this is the first time that they felt the necessity to release it um, what's really happening here is they realize that they themselves John Lynch and his front office they're all coming back from vacation wherever that may be and they know that all these general managers are pushing their bellies up against their desk and they're near their phones once again. And so they're just basically putting it out there one last time before the preseason gets kicked off uh, for, for real here that, look – Jimmy G's available. So, listen, guys, if you're near your phone and you're looking at your quarterback room and you're not digging what you have, why don't you give us a buzz for a guy who twice led us to the NFC Championship game and once won it for us? Uh, because that's what we have over here. Yeah, he's a little expensive. Sure, he's coming off of throwing shoulder surgery. And yeah, he may has, have been underwhelming in some key moments, but, um, you know for a conditional fifth rounder and uh, the price of his salary, he could be yours.
1: I'm with Adam Kaplan on this. I I don't see any market whatsoever. And and I I don't think even if Seattle was willing to take on uh, everything with Garoppolo, I still don't think the 49ers would trade him to Seattle. And it's not that they're afraid of the Seahawks. I just think that they'd much rather face the Seahawks twice a year with Geno Smith or Drew Locke than Jimmy Garoppolo, even though they don't want Jimmy Garoppolo to start for them. I, I just I have I have no idea where he's going. Adam shot down the Texans and I agree with Davis Mills. The only spot would maybe be Cleveland. Um, uh, they do seemingly have the money if the Deshaun Watson situation uh, was a year-long ban. But then now we've heard if a year-long ban comes, then there's going to be a court case. And who knows how that plays out. I just – I don't I don't see anywhere – and now here we are, Rich, where teams are already starting training camp. you want to talk about being behind the eight ball. It just it, – it, it almost just doesn't pay in any of these places. Even if you have coin flip quarterback decisions in places – I I don't think it pays to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: You know, there's a couple of places it may make sense, but I don't really see it making sense until the season kicks off. Like the preseason, I I just don't see it happening. I think they're going to have to carry his contract into the regular season and frankly hope that some team out there incurs some bad luck. Like, whether it's, I'll give you an example, you know, because there's so many Patriots ties, and a lot of the coaches and front office folks were in New England when Jimmy Garoppolo was there. How about Miami? What happens if Tua Valoa comes out and through the first three or four games, it's really underwhelming and it's just not clicking in? Mike McDaniel, the head coach, by the way, worked with Jimmy Garoppolo a year ago. You know, I mean, does he want to relive all that? I don't know. I, I don't know if he's a fan of his or not. But that seems like a fit. But it it all sort of only seems like a fit if a quarterback goes down or – you know, a team is really underwhelmed with what they have at the position heading into the season or as the season gets started. I think the 49ers are stuck. They signed the deal. They're going to have to deal with the deal and they're going to have to figure out if Trey Lance is the guy in the meantime because the other part of this storyline that we're not concentrating on is. Maybe it looks like a curse right now, but maybe it's a gift later on. Like if Trey Lance really underproduces during training camp, maybe he ends up being your game one starter for the 49ers this upcoming
1: season. Who knows? It's a tough it it is a tough spot. And and honestly, I, I just I know we move on from quarterbacks quickly. But I just don't know how if you're the forty nine er. I mean, maybe, maybe Jimmy G then, you know, as he said, saves the day. But I just don't know like how you can, how you can decide to punt, if you will. And if you don't have Trey Lance work out this year, I think in in Jimmy Garoppolo ends up saving the day. Now, now you're in a really tough spot. Because what do you do with the kid after two years, which both would have been very undesirable, and now you've got Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, I just saved your hind. I yeah, it is it is a it is a very, very rock and a hard play situation for the forty ers You talked about Google searches. Do you know what else fills in after you search Jimmy Garoppolo under trade? What's that? Uh anybody any guesses, John Ramos? Jason Stewart? Uh modeling. Oh no, close.
5: It was uh, the um, the sex worker that he dated at some point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. po- Did
1: you Jimmy, Jimmy G porn star? <laughs> if you do Jimmy G uh, P and then it's Patriots Panthers playoff record, you go Jimmy Garoppolo P.O. Potential landing spots. Now I'm on to the R, which we won't get going. Contract was next. Then wife. Uh, Stats, news, and Seahawks. Net worth was not there. Net worth usually pops up a lot. Like if you just type in, you know, Bill Gates – and net worth is usually like third, but that does not happen with Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: I don't know. I think you got to turn off your safe search because over here on my account, (laughs) oh boy,
1: I mean, we're off to the races, my friend. Um, (laughs) Oh, he's Rich Ornberger. Get him on Twitter at Ornberger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan on Fox. It's your opportunity to ask a former NFL player what life is like in the professional ranks. That's after Isaac Lowenkron gives us the latest of what's happening today.
5: Here's hoping Rich is not currently utilizing a work computer. The theme of the day in sports appears to be Proving the money! Indeed, Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray agreeing to a five-year, $230.5 million extension through 2028 with $160 million guaranteed. Average annual value, $46.1 million. That's second only to Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who is at $50.3 million, or roughly $1 million for each of Rodgers' annoying personality quirks. Elsewhere, ESPN reports that in preparation for the anticipated suspension of the John Watson, the Cleveland Browns are working out a number of veteran quarterbacks, including Josh Rosen and AJ McCarron. In baseball, USA Today reports that the Washington Nationals have started fielding preliminary trade offers for Juan Soto from seven teams: the Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, Giants, Padres, Cardinals, and Mariners. No word yet on which of those seven teams would be willing to charter Soto a plane for future home run derbies. The same. San Francisco Giants visit the Los Angeles Dodgers at 10 Eastern in tonight's Discover card key matchup brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply and finally speaking of terms in college football defending national champion georgia and head coach kirby smart have agreed to a 10-year 112.5 million dollar extension Dan and Rich, back to you.
1: Thank you very much, Isaac. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He is Rich Hornberger. I'm Dan Baier in for Doug. And Rich, now a uh, member of the media doing a variety of things. But at one point, he was a player in the National Football League. And it allows us to ask questions we always wanted to know on what life was like in the NFL. It's a segment we like to call confessions of an NFL player rich are you ready for the uh for the onslaught of questions <laughs> from not only us but also uh, any of the peanut gallery that uh may be listening into the show today I'm good
2: with it man I'm I'm an open book you want to know something fire away I'll give you a completely honest answer let's uh let's do it all right
1: uh I'll go first did you always wear a cup I never work up, never never really not once and don't get me wrong it's not
2: because I don't value or treasure what's between the quads there um, I absolutely do it just it okay so especially when you're a center, um, how can I put this uh, politely? It just – I mean, there's enough down there to get in the way for sure. the center quarterback exchange. You add a cup to the equation. <laughs> I mean, if, if if ever, ever, especially in a game, you fumbled the football and it was because of protective equipment getting in the way of your wrist – uh, I mean, you would be ostracized completely. So no, I, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't wear one my entire NFL career. Is
1: it common for linemen to not wear? I mean. It's it's more common it was- than you think. Yeah, it's it's actually rare. Now, don't get me wrong.
2: Guys will wear a, a jock strap for the support, right? You know mm-hmm. that'll happen. But um, yeah, a cup, a cup is more rare than you think. Although I will say this, I, I mean, there were different moments in my playing career. I sincerely regretted that decision because, I mean, a knee, you know, you're chasing down a loose ball and, you know, and somebody else comes in with a flying knee. (laughs) You're talking about the
1: football, right? Oh, yeah, 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 good good point. Yeah, I
2: mean, yeah, I guess that could be the outcome, (laughs) but, like... I mean, I, you know, also cleats. This has happened to me once, and it was terrifying because I thought I may have lost a man out there. Um, uh, Cleats are really hard, like especially those screw-in cleats, because one time, buddy, I I don't even need to describe the scene. Let's just put it this way. You could have put like the, the police do not cross tape up after what I saw. It was brutal. So, yeah, never work up. Uh, twice or three times regretted the decision.
5: Ironically, ironically, Rich currently does wear a cup when he works with Steve Hartman, which True. I found interesting. Yeah,
2: that, <laughs> that is, uh, it's actually a requirement. My bosses, it's like a workers' comp thing. My bosses won't allow me near So did Firearm
1: Cassidy in 1936 for the uh, <laughs> Texas East Gunslingers. Uh, yeah. John Ramos, you have a question for Rich.
3: I do. Whenever you are on the field, Rich, and I always see in baseball games, a lot of games, you've got hit the home run comes running in, touches on play. he immediately looks up and like waves at people and stuff do you know who's in the in the stands are there family and friends in the stands that you know where they're at or people that you just know or see when you like i don't know, make a great tackle or, or make a great play that you can right away look up to the stands and be like yeah yeah, yeah right to
2: you yeah 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 because there's uh there is usually a family seating section I mean, there always is uh, for road road games or home games, and you know where it is, so you know where to like, you know, look for your folks if you have you know your wife, your kids, your your parents, whoever, aunt, uncle, friends at the game, and you know where they're going to be, and so you might even like stop over before the game and say hello if it's close enough to the field level. But I've heard stories. This is hysterical, actually. Well, I don't know. It depends on who you are. Some people <laughs> feel very wronged by this. But I, I, there, there were times. When where I heard stories of guys um, waving to somebody who wasn't necessarily his wife maybe like an extramarital situation Ooh. and then later on the spouse find out found out about it or saw him waving to somebody and was like who is who who was in the 10th row like who was that that you were waving to and that can cause a lot, that can cause a lot of trouble so you got to you got to keep things in order if you're going to be uh, you know a, a, approaching the stands and waving to anybody
1: these are my confessions Jason Stewart, star producer of the Doug Gottlieb Show.
5: Hey, Rich. I I think I know the answer to this question. I think yeah. everyone does, but I just want to make sure that you're on record uh, with your answer. Have you ever seen Tom Brady naked? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I figured so. Um, yeah, no, yeah. And the follow up question, follow up <laughs> comment, I guess. <laughs> if if I had a a body like Tom Brady, I don't know if I would ever wear clothes like. I would just walk around without clothes if I looked like Tom Brady.
2: The guys figured out the whole body thing, uh, at, like, into his NFL career. When it started out, everybody sees that combine picture of, like, the concave chest and, the like, the dad belly and the scrawny arms. And, yeah, he, by the time I got to New England in 2009 was when I was drafted. He was 10 years into his NFL career, and he had put himself together a little bit. Yeah. Um, actually, it is. Some, uh, unknown fact. He likes to brush his teeth in the shower. He's a multitasker. Oh, really?
1: That? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, how about that? I, I, I like to shave in the shower because it just works a lot easier because, oh, you are wow. you know, it's a lot warmer. You got to know the shape of your face. Dan, I got to ask, what are you shaving? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we keep it clean here. We keep it clean. Keep it clean here. You ever play with anybody drunk or high? Not oh, you yeah. being drunk or high, but.
2: Dude, yes, yes, many times. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so first of all, Marshawn Lynch is famous for taking a shot of cognac before games. Yes. Uh, he'll, he'll dip into the cognac before games. Uh, I played with other guys who did that. They like to have a little liquid courage before they hit the field. Uh, never to excess because. Playing, like, drunk, it I would imagine. <laughs> I've never tried it. has to be a little, uh, I mean, yeah. uncomfortable, I would say. But th- let's put it this way. Well before it was m- as accepted as it is now, you know, in terms of, like, showing up, you know, completely, you know, high, uh, there were a couple of guys who could not operate – Unless they, they you know, uh, they, they sat in the car for a while sure. and, and walked in. Like, you know, you remember Linus from Peanuts, the the cartoon, like where he's got the cloud around him. He's yes. dragging the blanket. Yes.
1: Yeah, like there were times where guys walked into practice. You're like, oh, my gosh. Like, that used to be an issue at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, n- hey, we're, we're not naming any names. Used to be an issue. Used to be an issue. <laughs> Is there a skunk in here? Yeah. yeah, is, is yeah. that what's going on? Oh. <laughs> there it is, confessions of an NFL player with Rich Ornberger. We did uh, it. Great, great questions all around. Wow, now you know the inside it. inside dealings of uh, of the National Football League. Uh, he is Rich Ornberger. Get him on Twitter at Ornberger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. Get Jason Stewart on Twitter at Jason Stewart. Get John Ramos at J S Ramos zero. Right now, game one of a doubleheader in Oakland, Rich. Tigers and A's are playing. How much not would you pay? How much would they have to pay you to go to both of these games today in Oakland?
2: Oh, that is such a good question. I mean, you want to talk about two teams that have had either completely destructive off seasons or completely underwhelming first halves. It's the A's and the Tigers. I mean, the Oakland A's went out of their way to destroy their team. (laughs) I mean, they have a payroll. I saw this circulating. I retweeted it. It was hysterical. If Kyler Murray stuck with baseball and the A's signed him to an average salary of what he's owed in the 2022 regular season, um, he would command – all but two million dollars worth of the payroll that the Oakland A's are currently <laughs> giving out to their players, because their payroll is at forty-eight and some part of a million dollars, and Kyler is owed forty-six point one million dollars. So that leaves an additional two mil or so to do what they will with. Um, they even allowed. This was what was so crazy. It, it, it wasn't even really a trade. They they had a manager named Bob Melvin. For those who don't follow the Oakland A's, who became the Padres' manager, because they just felt bad for him. They're like, "Yeah, you've been a good soldier. Why don't you just go to a team that has a shot?" It was it was like that. It was it was just like, "What the hell is going on in Oakland?" And then the Tigers, the Tigers. There were like preseason prospectuses that like. Hey, maybe Detroit oh, yeah. can do something. Javi and,
1: Baez, yes,
2: absolutely, and uh, yeah, no, no good, no good. So let's just put it this way: they, uh, if, I don't know if I can name the dollar amount, but I know for sure free food would have to be a part of the deal for me to go see that double. Did header. you
1: Did you know that they were the uh, A's were looking to change their name? No, they're I didn't. Gonna, yeah, they're going to be the D minuses. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, thank, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, today's show. To <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply joked with Adam Kaplan last hour that we spent five minutes on Kyler Murray once he signed his deal. And then we started focusing on Lamar Jackson, but that's where the focus is. And Lamar Jackson showing up uh, at training camp for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, but doing so without a long-term deal. And it seems really that the Ravens are willing to do a long-term deal, but Lamar uh, being his own agent, uh, Basically, uh, betting on himself is the phrase that uh, many have used. And so Lamar is now in Baltimore and looking for that long-term deal. And, Rich, I want to play a piece of audio that Peter King, longtime NFL insider, has been on the program before, on what he said today to Colin Cowherd about Lamar Jackson's situation. Take a listen to this.
3: This is one of the kind of the really difficult things to try to figure in today's football how much is kyler murray worth how much is lamar jackson worth you know the arizona cardinals have now agreed to pay kyler murray more over the next five years on average than patrick mahomes makes and most people are going to think that that's lunacy but everything in quarterback contracts is a hopscotch and my personal feeling is if i were the ravens I would not pay uh, Lamar Jackson until after the season. You still have to be very concerned about what he is as a playoff player, because he has been bad in the playoffs in four games.
1: That from Peter King, and I and I'll just I it, I, I don't get the slander. I, I don't. We just sat here for the last two hours, Rich, and I agreed with a lot what you said. And I think your opinion is what what many people have is if you have that top level quarterback, you keep them, and you figure out a way to keep them and keep them long term. I don't know which world we live in where we're looking at Lamar Jackson as a bottom half quarterback. I, I I completely disagree with Peter King, and I don't know your stance on Lamar Jackson, but this narrative on if Lamar is good enough to get paid or if he's good enough to the Baltimore Ravens to me is I mean it's starting to I, I it's starting to border on unfair for a guy who's won an MVP and everybody wants to point to what he's done in the playoffs. And I understand that's part of it. And it wouldn't be a part that would necessarily support my entire argument, but look at what he's also done with a team that's shorthanded. Now look at what if you would, would, would Dak Prescott do more in Baltimore than Lamar Jackson has done Would Matthew Stafford, would, 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 Kyler Murray. And I think you'd have a hard time answering that those players would. I just, I don't get the Lamar disdain of, on paying him long term as he's still waiting for this long contract
2: it is strange it is strange especially when you see the type of money that like the dallas cowboys were willing to spend on dak prescott and i mean and and to think and and i know this is huge money when we're talking about average american salaries but what we're talking about is what five six million dollars more annually for lamar jackson Who would you rather have, Dak Prescott or Lamar Jackson? I'm taking Lamar Jackson all day long. And that's not even to slander Dak Prescott. I just think that he has a higher ceiling, and I think he can do more, and especially if we're talking about in the short run. You know, we're not talking about taking Lamar Jackson to 40. You know, this contract will take him into his late 20s. Like, so what? Those are prime years in terms of health. And I know he got bumped and bruised last year, but that was the first sign of his body breaking down at all at the NFL level. I I, I agree with you. I don't understand the slander. I don't understand why we can't wrap our heads around the fact that, you know, if you're shopping for a home the same size in Beverly Hills versus Omaha, Nebraska – you're paying more money for the Beverly Hills home. Why? Because it's a more desirable community and society deems it as such, you know, better climate closer to the ocean, whatever uh, closer to industry. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's just absurd. You know, we're talking about the the real estate market at the quarterback neighborhood. Like if you want a really nice home in that neighborhood, you're going to have to pay out your nose. And Lamar Jackson, I mean, where you're setting up shop is the corner of, you know, 10 win regular seasons and the postseason. And yeah, I get it. Maybe he's the worst of the best. Like maybe you'd rank him 12th or 13th overall in the league at the quarterback position. But isn't that better than fishing in the draft or having to trade a massive number of your first overall picks to get... Uh, a grumpy veteran with a different team, like an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson, to come to your team, and and
1: you know and and have him for two or three years. I, I'd rather roll the dice with Lamar Jackson. Look at the teams that would need quarterbacks right now. If if let's just say the Ravens said, "All right, Lamar, you know what? You didn't like our offers. We can't come to terms. Uh, you know what? You're going to be a free agent." You don't think Seattle? would want him as their starting quarterback right now you don't think detroit would want him as your starting quarterback you don't think the saints atlanta yeah uh, yeah
2: uh miami uh philadelphia the jets the giants (laughs) listen (laughs) i mean yeah we're talking half the league yeah yeah because he's a top-half player at his position. Look, this this harkens back to the conversation we were having about Kyler Murray, and it, and it really perfectly intertwines itself. And these stories have been linked all offseason for good reason. Because both of these guys, yeah, they're not the best of the best. I understand they're not a top 10 quarterback uh, um, sometimes on their best days because there's a lot of talent at that position right now in the NFL because you got guys who are great, who are excellent, who are Hall of Famers playing into their 40s now and uh, or nearing 40 now. And you've got this crop of young talent who, uh, you know, cut their teeth on football when they were watching Tom Brady and Peyton Manning take over the league and the Andrew Lux. and you know, it's it, so it, it's one of these situations where, yeah, I understand he's it, he's not he's not in your top ten, but is he in your top? Isn't he in your top sixteen?
1: I'd Should say be. he is. Yeah, you know? he better be. And so be. Th- that gets you to the postseason, Dan. Yeah, yeah, it it it, it is it is amazing because. It's, it's, it's so specific to Lamar and it's so specific to his style of play. And I don't think it's black quarterback. I, you know, I, I just, for some reason, there's something about Lamar that people just do not want, whether it be the style. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they don't like the way that he throws the football. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but we like for, That's what surprised me so much. If Peter King needs to see another season of Lamar Jackson, like for what, like what are, if he has another season, like he did this past season, which by the way, Baltimore is down to like their fourth string running back by the time week one came around. I mean, yep. they're like completely decimated in the backfield, which, by the way, is his only best friend when it comes to getting better as a solid running game, which he then doesn't have. So so you look at that, but again, then it's Lamar's fault or Lamar's not doing this. And I'm not saying he doesn't put his team in tough spots or bad spots. And I'm not comparing him to Brett Favre, but Brett Favre threw interceptions. Eli Manning threw interceptions. Uh, the, the dynamic that Lamar brings, and it's to to think of needing another season to prove to prove what he's yeah. an MVP. You know, I mean, like you could you can make an argument that his contract should be more than Kyler Murray's for what he's accomplished in his career so far. Yet we need to see another year of what he's doing. We're not talking about this with with anybody else. Like 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 may, maybe Baker Mayfield. Maybe we're saying, well, we got to see what Baker's done. But I'd still say if Baker didn't play a snap in 2022, his value would be a lot higher in 2023 than it was right now. And that's not even playing one down because you're thinking to yourself, oh, it's. This guy and his talent was the number one overall pick. But with Lamar, we just look at the negative and then we say, well, you know, he still needs something to prove. I just I, I can't believe we get to this narrative. And it's not about whether the Ravens, you know, how much they should pay him. It's just now we're getting to a point of some people saying that should they actually pay him? Which I just people wanted Tyler Huntley to be the starter. Right. Because he came in and played a couple of good games like. That's what happened with Nick Mullins. When Nick, you mentioned Nick Mullins earlier in the show, and it flashed back to he had that great Thursday night game against the Raiders once. People are like, you know what? Screw all the Niner quarterbacks. They should just keep Mullins. You trade him for a first round pick. It's like now Nick Mullins has been on like three teams since. Like right. Just I I don't I don't understand it. bothers yeah. me.
2: Yeah. Now you're you're nailing it. You know I I used to be a perfectionist. Like I used to really struggle handing in a project at its due date because there was always a little bit more to do. And I procrastinated sometimes just because I became paralyzed by the thought process of starting something that I'm not going to be proud of. And I had to get over it. And the mantra I began using, which helps me to this very day is, you know what? Sometimes good enough is good enough. Sometimes you just got to understand that with the time you were allotted, with the resources you had, that's as good as it's getting. And so you let go and you move on to a different problem. And that's where the Ravens are at right now. They are being faced with a good enough proposition. T- Lamar Jackson is good enough to win a Super Bowl. I'm going to repeat that for the- anybody in the back who you know needs to hear. He is good enough to win a Super Bowl in this league. If Joe Flacco was good enough to win a Super Bowl in his time in the NFL... Uh, then then Lamar Jackson is plenty talented enough to win a Super Bowl in his time in the NFL. It can happen in fact, he sets them up better, and I just don't understand what the hesitance is here. I guess the only thing I 'll say you know because it is a part of the story and it does need to be spoken about, is the fact that he represents himself is odd it's strange it's probably a mistake. Because you're, you're I'm telling you right now, every single representative contract that I signed, and it is, it, I think it's now like they're not allowed to encroach above this rate, is three percent, and it's off your gross, so it's not, you know, I mean, it's paid off of whatever the number is reported to the media. You're paying three percent to your agent. That's your representation fee, and I understand, like maybe when we're talking about three hundred million dollars. Like that feels like a lot of money well it 's not not when you compare it to the rest of the pile that you get to swim in, like Scrooge mcduck and and not when you think about the fact that Kyler Murray and all the moves as ridiculous as it may have looked and sounded during during the time in the off season where he was scrubbing his social media profile and they were putting out a page long resume of kyler murray 's accomplishments. The ends do justify the means, and Kyler got paid, and he got paid early. You know, so maybe that's a part of this story too. Maybe he's getting walked over a little bit because the voice in the room that's defending his side is his his voice. And the people that an organization will throw at you to tamp down your expectations are the the ones who you're friends with. Like, you know, do you think an NFL owner is going to – not have your head coach or your quarterback coach get in your ear and say something to you like, Hey man, you know, you just, let's not concentrate about that contract. Like that, that's all just, that the, the money will come. You know how this league works. Like we just got to get to work. Right. 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 Lamar. You know. Meanwhile, your agent goes, "No, you jerk! Pay us now!" <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. the wonderful world of the National Football League. By the way, you don't think those owners are getting any insiders' ears and saying, like, "I don't know, maybe, maybe we shouldn't pay him." Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not trying to discredit Peter King. That's not what I'm. That you know, I, that, that's not what that meant. No, he's I just entitled to disagree. his opinion. Yeah, he's exactly. To his opinion. Exactly. I just, I, I can't believe that we're still having the conversation on a, whether a guy is worth it after a thirty six and six touchdown interception ratio in an MVP season, two thousand yard rushing seasons. Um in, in a in a down year in 2020, 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions. I know last year wasn't great. It was heard also as well at at the end of the year, but yeah, it's just it's it's crazy, crazy to me.